Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Call Me When You Get There. I am super excited for today's episode. I'm going to be talking about dating stories, mostly failed dating stories, and some of these stories are really, really good, so I'm super excited for them. I was expecting to tell several of my own dating stories, but I kind of thought about it, and thankfully, I haven't had too many failed dating stories, which is definitely a miracle on its own. So I went and I put something on my Instagram stories and I asked for people to send me their failed dating stories and I got some good ones. I also went to Reddit as well and I found a couple which were, which I don't know if they're true or not. There's one that I am absolutely sure is not true at all, but it's, it's a wild story. So I definitely want to share it with you as well. Now, like I said in my previous episode, I'm from Utah and for those of you who kind of know a little bit about Utah, know it's probably one of the worst and craziest states to date in in the world. Uh, we're kind of known for getting married really young and it's just, it's it comes with a lot of random dating stories and a lot of horrible dating stories as well and just the things that I have seen and heard are absolutely insane. So, there's definitely several more episodes in the future that are going to be about dating stories and some of them will be like more exciting ones it'll have like happy endings but today is specifically going to be like embarrassing and failed dating stories if you have any stories that you want to send in you can send them to call me when you get their podcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas for any future episodes you can also send me an email as well now we'll finally get into the dating stories now i guess i'll start this off with one of my own um when i was I want to say I was 19 when this happened. I met this guy on a dating app and oh my goodness, I think all of my failed dating stories have happened on dating apps. They are, they are not good. They're no, I mean, I know that some people, I know people who have had the most amazing dating stories on dating apps and I know people who have gotten married because of dating apps and I think that they can really work out for some people, but for me, I don't think, I don't think dating apps are for me. Anyways, I met this guy through a dating app. I don't remember which one. I think it might have been Tinder or something. I honestly can't remember. But we started Snapchatting for a while and and we finally decided to, you know, meet up. And it was at this point where I'm like, I'm young. I mean, I'm still young. Where I'm 19. I'm kind of clueless. I don't really know anything about dating or how I really should be treated. And so he's like, yeah, you should just meet me at my apartment. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. I'm kind of clueless and I don't really know what's going to happen or anything like that. And obviously now if I were to be reliving that situation, I'd be like, no, let's go on an actual date. <laughs> like at the time looking at that, that was such a dumb decision. Meeting up with a guy that you don't know that you met on a dating app and just gonna, gonna go meet at his apartment no, that is one of the stupidest ideas I've ever had in my life, and I don't know, this, it could have ended so poorly. Thankfully, it didn't, but, so I go, and I meet up at his apartment, and I walk in, and he had just moved to Utah, so he's like, well, do you want to just, like, help me unpack, and I'm like, okay, so I helped him unpack his stuff, and I, like, we put away his dishes, and I helped him hang up his shirts in his closet, and after that, he was like, where's a good place to go buy food? I, I need groceries. And I'm like, um, so I listed off a couple of stores near us. And then I went grocery shopping with him. 
and then we went and got food and then we went back to his apartment and ate food and then um some other stuff happened that I won't get into detail with but um after that I was like okay well I should probably go home and he's like okay bye and didn't walk me out to my car or anything like that and mm, later that night I got home I was still living with my parents and I get a, a snapchat from him and he's like dude, my car just got booted because I didn't know that, like, you couldn't park on the street past this time because I, like, I just moved in here. And I'm like, oh, no, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. Like, my card's not working lately and I don't have the money for it. And he was like, I feel super bad asking, but can you, like, Venmo me, like, just a little bit of money? And I'm like, sure. So I Venmo him, like, $20 or something to help get it off. And he posted something on his Snapchat story to, like, have other people send him money. And me being a stupid 19-year-old, vulnerable, gullible girl. I'm also kind of a pushover, I will admit. I'm really trying to be better at that, but I was an extreme pushover at 19. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be nice. I like this guy. I just hung out with him all day. I sent him another $40 so that he can get this boot off of his car. So I sent him $60. I think we hung out like once or one or two more times. After that, things did not go well. Those next one or two times we hung out. Again, we'll not go into detail, but things did not end well at all. Like a couple weeks later, I messaged him and I'm like, hey, you still never pay me back for, um, for, you know, when I Venmoed you to get that boot off. And he was like, the F, you said I didn't have to Venmo you back. And I'm like, um, dude, yeah, I just Venmoed you $60 to get your boot off. I'd kind of like the money back for it. Like, I asked you to pay me back. And then he blocked me on Snapchat. And that was that. So, that's one of my failed, horrible dating stories. These next two are going to be Reddit stories that I found. <laughs> dude, you can find the craziest things on Reddit. It is honestly insane to me. So, this next story is from reddit and it's the user i'm gonna read the username just so i can give credit it's emma r4368873 d2 <laughs> so there's there's the username for reddit if i just i want to give her credit to that and um this is this is a story i was a bit tipsy after drinking wine we went back to my place and started making out when i pulled back his face was covered in blood so i panicked and said you're bleeding Horrified, he pointed at my face and I realized I was having a heavy nosebleed. I cleaned up in the bathroom and somehow thought it would be logical to shove tampons up my nose to stem the nosebleed. So I went back downstairs with two tampons in my nose and yes, the mood was very much killed. <laughs> um, that is literally like a scene from, um, what's it called? I think he's the man where, I, goodness, I don't know. If you know the scene, you know the scene where he, where she sticks a tampon up her nose but I have a similar experience to this one which like bizarre bizarrely sim bizarrely is that a word I don't even know if that's a word it is insanely similar to this one it kind of is scary goodness gracious how do I how do I even want to go into the go into this story so when I had a uh, my very first boyfriend in high school um I think it was I want to say it was New Year's Eve or something I don't remember what we were doing, but we were on the couch and all of a sudden we just felt something wet dripping on our faces <laughs> and it was dark and we we're like, what is that? And so we like kind of looked up and we like touched our faces and we we're like, oh, that's blood. 
and he had gotten a really bad nosebleed. Um, and we had, we had both, we both like got really bad nosebleeds. So like it wasn't a surprise or anything. So we went to the bathroom and he had to like hold toilet paper up to his nose to stop the bleeding. And I was like wiping the blood off of his face. And, and then I had to wipe all the blood off of my face. Okay. Next Reddit story. This is one that I don't really think is real, but it, it needs to be told. It needs to be told because I saw that and I was like, this, this needs to make it onto the podcast. So bear with me if I start laughing, but also it's kind of sad at the same time. Um, okay. Okay. We're just going to start. And there wasn't really a username on this, I don't think. So I don't really know if I can get credit, but honestly, if you were to just search worst dating stories on Reddit, you'd, it would probably pop up. To preface this, I'll say that I'm a big guy, 6'5", and about 210 pounds, and very clumsy. The first time I met my ex's parents was at their house, and I fell down the stairs. This alone is bad enough, but sitting at the bottom of their stairs (laughs) was her parents' beloved chihuahuas. I killed one of them and paralyzed the other. I also fractured my patella on the way down. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny. It's, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's really sad. It's really sad about the chihuahuas. Okay. Um, another story. Okay, we're gonna move on to another story. I was dating this girl and I went over to her house. At the time, I didn't have a license. So I get to her dad and he's a low talker. I, I really mean it. You could barely hear a word he said. And he gets mad when you ask, What? Within 30 minutes of being over there, a car screeches its brakes outside the home. The dad jumps like a puma from his chair to a coffee table, grabs a gun, and then jumps to the side of the front windows and holds the gun near his face like an action movie guy. Later in the evening, we go out for a walk to make out or something. We get near the house and she all of a sudden goes, hold on. She walks up to this porch and I realize she's talking to her dad who's in the hot tub. Apparently, the whole time we were walking, he had a gun trained on us and was low-talking, speak, speak, like, speak or I'll shoot you, intruder. Later, she tells me she's going to bed and that her father will give me a ride home. This is bad enough, but then the father invites me down to his dark den where there's this weird Japanese music playing and I can barely see a thing. He then starts telling me about Vietnam and showing me pictures he had created. This was in 1994, so I don't know what passed off for Photoshop on his computer of nearly naked men in the jungle and helicopters and stuff. At this point, I kept thinking, Grandpa, take me home. Grandma, take me home. From that Nirvana song. Finally, my patience wore off. I say finally, as in five hours later. And I say, look, I really need to get up for school. He seems ticked and says, okay, let me get dressed. I then realized the entire time he was naked. He eventually went to jail for either drug running or molestation or both, I forget. Okay. Alrighty. Wow. 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 I don't really know how to move on from that. Um, the next story, I'm gonna tell a story that happened to my sister. She literally told me this two days ago, and it's a story that still ticks me off to this day. My younger sister, she went on a date, and I say date when I'm, I'm putting the little air quotes, when I say date, she went on a date with this guy that she'd been talking to for months and she was super excited about it. He picked her up. They went on like a drive or something. And then I think they like pulled over somewhere. They were 
talking it up and then they move things to the back seat and then all of a sudden the guy's like hey um I actually didn't think I'd like you this much like I thought that you know this would just kind of be like a fling thing I I thought that you were just gonna be like every other girl kind of thing um but he was like but you actually have like goals and ambitions and dreams and I'm like dude it's like she's a human being isn't that isn't that crazy and then this man this man has the audacity Mm. he says now I don't want you to be mad when I say this but my friends are in the trunk of the car are in the trunk of the freaking car are you kidding me Mm. like I, I just wanted you to know so you know we should like get to the front seat like they're probably gonna come out in a second and then the friends come out of the trunk and come out and they're all just like laughing and like ha 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 my sister didn't really know what to do in the situation she was just kind of shocked so she did not forgive the guy and I keep telling her, I'm like, can we arrange something for us to all meet up? Because I have many choice words for these men. No, sorry. I have many choice words for these immature boys. These immature boys that are still in high school, by the way. You need to go apologize to whoever you've done that to because that is messed up and wrong and you're exploiting someone in such a vulnerable way. Anyways, um, if I ever run into those boys one day, I'm going to have many choice words for them many 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 choice words for them because no one hurts my little sister and even if it wasn't my little sister if it was anybody you have no right to do that to anybody so but also you did it to my little sister so you're you're kind of screwed there so anyways um that's my sister's story and now i'm gonna move on to instagram stories so i'm gonna i gotta pull my phone really quickly so i went on to instagram and i posted something on my personal Instagram story asking like what's your most embarrassing stories and these are some of the answers that I got. This is the first Instagram story that we're going to talk about. I do want to do a warning this one does talk about sexual assault. Went on a date with this guy I met on Bumble and he was super cute and the date went super well. He even paid for my dinner with his golden Amex card and drove me home in his BMW. Thanks sis. When I got home, my roommate looked him up on Instagram and found out that she had mutuals, so she texted one of them mutuals asking about him and found out that he sexually assaulted several women. Sis, he is out the door. Mm-mm-mm. If you are someone who has been a victim of sexual assault, I am I'm deeply sorry, um, but there are a lot of amazing resources out there. I'm going to link some in the description below. If you ever need someone to reach out about or if you need someone to talk to, you can always message me on Instagram at callmewhenyougetthere.pod. If you ever need someone to talk to, I'm always here. Alrighty. Next Instagram story. Some of these are like just quick short ones. One of these stories is from my cousin. We call this date Flamingo Man. Now, this is when she was, this was before she was married. (laughs) And um, she went on this date. Um, she went on this date with this guy and I'm I'm gonna tell this to the best of my memory I'm sorry if I'm getting any details wrong but she went on the date with this guy who she wasn't like super interested in I think I think I cannot remember if they met up or I think they met up somewhere I'm not entirely sure but I just remember that they talked about things that they're interested in 
and she talked about how she plays the violin and she likes flamingos and he was like no way that's so cool there were some other things that happened on the date that were kind of awkward that i cannot entirely remember I wish I could remember them, but it's been a while since I've heard the story. But later that night, he, like, wants to go out again, and she's not super interested. But he, he, he draws her a picture of, I don't, I want to say it's either, like, a flamingo holding a violin, or if it's, like, a, it, it's a flamingo violin or something like that, and sends it to her. Like, that is, that is something. That is really something. And she was clearly, like, she showed that she was not interested on the date. That man was dedicated. He was dedicated. That is for sure. But that is some of the story of Flamingo Man. I wish I had my cousin here to tell it because it would have been so much better if she was here to tell it. A couple of, like, little short answers that I got. (laughs) One of my friends, he's gay, and his response was, dating girls. (laughs) And honestly, that was one of my favorite responses in the world. Um... Someone else responded, someone Venmo requested me for the cost of my movie ticket on our first date. That's really rough. If you're going to ask someone out on a date and, like, take them to the movies and pay for their ticket and you ask them out on the date, do not Venmo request them for their ticket. You ask them out on the date, you're going to pay for the things, like, if you want them to pay for anything in beforehand, you, you talk about that beforehand on the date, like... I feel like at that point, if they're paying for their own ticket or something like that, it's not a date. It's just two people hanging out. Another one I got was asked to take me swing dancing and then wouldn't dance with me. Let's go to Disneyland, but let's just, like, stand outside the gate. Let's go to Taco Bell, but let's, like, not get food. Let's go, let's go do karaoke, but let's not sing. That makes no logical sense to me. Okay, next story is from my friend Easton. This one is... This one's a good one. I'm gonna quote him from what he sent me. So last summer, I went on a few dates with this girl and we both had admitted to liking each other and to wanting to date more, but we never established what we were. So around our fourth date, we decided we wanted to go on a long, steep local hike because we both like being outdoors and I decided I would bring along some watermelon for us to eat at the top of the hike. I thought it would be sweet as it felt like a good way to end the summer. So fast forward to a few minutes on the hike and we were both sweating hard and breathing heavy because the hike was much worse than we both remembered it to be. However, we somehow still made it fun and enjoyed the time we spent going up the mountain and took plenty of breaks. She never stopped being positive and I never stopped sweating. Eventually, we reached the top, spending about half an hour eating slices of watermelon and then make our way back down. On my way back to her apartment, my stomach started to get a little nauseous. Whenever I get too hot, my body forgets how to regulate itself and I get sick to say the least. So as we get closer and closer to her house, my stomach is just doing backflip after backflip and I'm not sure how much more I can take. However, I hold out strong, get to her apartment, and as I walk her to her door, she asks if I'd like to go for a walk. At this point, my heart did a backflip, not my stomach, so I said yes. We walk to a nearby park, find some swings, and sit down to shoot the breeze. My stomach had settled up to this point, and we started to swing gently, and it started to get worse and worse again. I slowed down, but as I did, my date turned to me and said, I want to talk about us, and I lost it. I threw up in my mouth. I was able to swallow it back down, but I knew it wouldn't last. I asked her to hold on a second and then ran across the park to one of those public bathrooms. And I spent about five minutes puking up watermelon from earlier that evening. I get back. I tell her that wasn't a reaction to the DTR. For those of you who don't know what DTR is, it stands for Determine the Relationship. Just sick from the heat and she laughed it off. We decided to keep dating and being friends as she wasn't ready for a committed relationship at that time. And three weeks later, she ghosted me. Long story short, 
don't puke during a DTR if you don't want to get ghosted. <laughs> oh, Easton, that's such like, that's such an unfortunate story. I'm oof. But thank you, Easton. Shout out to you for sending it so I could put it on the pod. Getting ghosted sucks. I cannot even um, count the amount of times that I've been ghosted. I can't even count the amount of times I've been ghosted. And I will not lie, I have ghosted people as well. It's it's a two-way street here. We've all ghosted people. We've all been ghosted. But it does suck to get ghosted. There was a couple times last year where I got ghosted. Another time, I met this guy online and we went on a date and I thought it went super well. And we were planning a second date and then I was like, okay, great. We picked a day. We just had to pick a time. And I was like, okay, what time works best for you? And then he ghosted me. So there was that. I'm going to do another Instagram story. This one's from another one of my good friends. I worked at the customer service desk at the mall and was around the security guards a lot. They took it upon themselves to find me a date. So they got on the walkie talkie and called in the parking security guy who I'd never met. When he showed up, they told him I was looking for a date. I wasn't interested, so we both just sat there awkwardly with the security guy staring at us. Eventually, I realized they weren't going to let it go until something happened, so I asked for the guy's number. Fast forward a couple months, he texts me and says he'd like to still go out. He suggests lunch at a sushi restaurant, and I say okay because I might as well give him a shot. When I get to the restaurant, I find out he used to work at the sushi place. One of the first things he says when we sit down is, You're not one of those basic people who like California rules, right? As a matter of fact, I am, but thanks to my people-pleasing personality, I said no. That is very relatable. <laughs> so now I don't know what to order because I'd planned on California rolls, but I figured since he's working at a sushi place, he knows what's good. So I ordered the same thing he does. To my horror, they served me a plate of what looks like several pink loogies. I decided to muscle through it, but after one bite, I'm immediately fighting off my gag reflex. <laughs> It doesn't help that the conversation is super boring and it's clear we have nothing in common. The only thing getting me through this date is promising myself I'm getting a Wendy's Baconator. Baconator. Uh, sorry, only some of you will understand that. As soon as this is over, <laughs> I managed to choke down one sushi loogie, but there was just no way I can eat anymore. This guy is super passive aggressive and says, it's a shame. That stuff is really expensive. Ugh. Nope, this dude can walk out the door too. Mm-mm. I tell him I'm full and he can finish it, and he literally rolls his eyes before taking the plate and eating the rest. Nope, mm -mm, he can walk straight out the door, we do not want him. It was a terrible date, but it taught me to be proud of my basic California role, loving ways, and to not pretend to be something I'm not, because the opinions of people who won't like the real you don't matter anyway. The end. Yes, preach. Everyone needs to take that advice. Be yourself. Order what you want. Do not order something else just because he's going to have an opinion of something, be your true self, you know? That's what you got to do. But man, no, that guy can walk straight out the door. We do not want him. And then she had one last one as well. <laughs> okay. And then she had one last one as well. I once went on a mutual date where we met up for lunch at a cafeteria. I felt like I was at a job interview. When I told him I was an actress, he asked if I plan on doing something else to make money. After 45 minutes, the guy said he had a class, said, thanks for meeting with me, and shook my hand and left. Never heard from him again. Guess I didn't get the job. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm very glad you didn't get the job. Oh my gosh. That man is going to end up working in corporate. His, his future wife is going to end up working in corporate too, because I guess the only way that he knows how to flirt is to ask what your strengths and weaknesses are in the work environment. Goodness gracious, those were insane. Dating stories are crazy, 
but they also like really help us figure out what we want in a person and what we want a partner because there's so many different personalities and different types of people out there so really going out there and dating to get experience you know you don't have to date solely for the purpose of settling down and things like that you can go out and go on dates just to have fun and just get to know what you like and what you want for your future have fun with it and if it puts too much pressure on you take your time there's no stress it's your timetable no one else's your life no one else's do what you want to do i think that's all the stories i'm gonna do today but thank you so much to everyone who sent in stories if you want to send in any of your stories, send them to call me when you get there podcast at gmail.com and be sure to follow the Instagram page, call me when you get there dot pod. Make sure you are treated well. Make sure someone does not roll your eyes at you when you just don't want to finish your food. Make sure someone does not hide their friends in the back of their trunk. And make sure someone opens the door for you. Make sure someone walks you to their car because you deserve that, you know? You deserve a partner who's going to love and cherish you. You deserve it. You deserve the world. Anyways, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll catch you later.